1: Welcome into the Autzen Audible's podcast, an emergency edition. Uh, If you're listening to this on Friday, you get a double dip, two podcasts in one day. That's because Dante Dowdell of Pekingy, Mississippi, uh, four-star running back, the 20th best running back in the country, 298th best player, regardless of position in the 2023 class, has given a verbal commitment to the Oregon Ducks. Uh, Steve Fong has the story up on duckterritory.com, and this is yet again another good get for Oregon. We'll go into some historical context uh, about this get. Eric will have the uh, film review as well. We'll give some thoughts on just where things stand. But now Oregon sits with four verbal commitments Um, Dowdell is Oregon's third four-star verbal commitment of the 2023 recruiting class and Oregon continues to inch closer and closer to that top 25 class ranking Uh, with the verbal commitment of Dowdell. It's now at 85.15. They are currently, last time I checked, 29th in the country uh, from a recruiting perspective. That's a Jump of nine spots. They were thirty eighth before this verbal commitment. So they're getting closer. They would be in the top twenty five guys if uh, Kyle Casper did not reclassify, but he has. And nonetheless, Oregon goes out and gets a a, a a big running back with offers from SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve. Every you know every every conference wanted this guy.
0: Yeah, and it, it makes sense. You watch his tape, and first off, he's a prolific. Running back, like 2,500 yards, 28 touchdowns playing in Mississippi last year. Um, that's a state that produces quite a bit of talent. I'm not going to say it's like, it's not Alabama, it's not Texas or Florida or California, but there's some big time players that come out of that state. And for Oregon to go find a kid like this from, you know, again, this is a SEC style running back, you know, and I think Jared was talking on slack and i'll have more thoughts on this later but she kind of reminds you of some of those alabama guys i i watched his tape and kind of the first person I, I i kind of saw was darren mcfadden former arkansas back played in the nfl for a while similar size like he's six, six foot one um dowdell is uh, obviously 205 210 pounds right now as a high school player but i think down the line you see him probably being a 225 230 pound running back and The thing that I think draws comparison to McFadden and and some of those Alabama guys is just like an upright runner, Um, not not, maybe not track athletic speed in terms of like, he's not a breakaway guy, but really explosive. I think shows good vision, runs with a lot of power, runs to a ton of arm tackles. Like, I don't know how many, if you tallied up over his like eight and a half minute junior film, you probably have, I don't know, 100 plus broken tackles of just guys like getting steam, steamrolled by him. I, I think this is a really interesting pickup, and I, I was before the pod. I was trying to think of like who's the Oregon comp, and it's probably like Eric Blunt, but that's been like a couple of decades. So it's, I mean, Oregon has had a player really similar to that, like even Royce Freeman, who's obviously a bigger back, Oregon's all-time leading rusher. I don't think they run all that similarly, um, because again, as as kind of that upright running style, um, it's hard to bring guys like that down. And I think that's the thing that stands out when you watch this. So it'll be interesting because, again, he's also nothing like anyone currently on the roster. So, you know, we've we've heard Dillingham talk about kind of trying to tailor your offense to your talent. If Dowdell ends up being a focal point at some point, I'm not saying he will for sure because Oregon has a lot of talented guys who are are sophomores right now. And Jordan James is a freshman who's a similar, probably a little better recruiting ranking at the current moment um, in the 22 class. but. If, if Dowdell ever becomes a primary guy, like, I kind of wonder how you cater your offense to, to kind of his style. Because I think some of the runs that you'd be successful with him, a lot of, like, pitches, a lot of stuff kind of off guard. Um, I wonder if some of that sort of changes what you do offensively. But I, I, I think it's a big addition. And I think Oregon fans should be really excited about finding a player of this caliber, especially one from all the way across the country, where, frankly, I'll toss it to Jared to give this historical significance. Like, Oregon doesn't have a lot of
1: success down there. Real quick, not to jump into Jared here, but Eric, your player comp, it's kind of a bigger Trey Benson, uh, maybe a better version of Trey Benson. Benson was 6'1", 190 when he got to Oregon, was like in the low 200s during his time at Oregon. Dowdell's 6'1", 210 right now. He could get the 225 easy.
0: Yeah, I think the projection is he's he's going to play – at a weight and a size Oregon just doesn't have a lot of guys with recently.
2: Yeah, definitely a bigger back. Um, I think I mentioned the last bigger back that Oregon has had in terms of size and stature is like Cyrus Avivilikio and this guy is much, much better uh, to put it lightly. So Dowdell is only the fourth recruit in Oregon's all-time list to come out of the state of Mississippi. Joining recent Trey Benson and Isaiah Bravard who are both four-star prospects out there. and previously mentioned the Garrett Blunt. So that's something to take a notice of. Like Matt mentioned, he's a four-star. He's rated 8991 on the 24-7 sports composite. That puts him 12th all-time in Oregon's running back lists, uh, right between the class 2018 enrollee Jamal Elliott, who ended up transferring out of the program before fall camp began, and the aforementioned Trey Benson. Um, this is going to be... By the time he gets here, it'll be Oregon's sixth scholarship running back on roster, um, depending on if Sean Dollars goes pro, because he'll be the only guy who has an opportunity to go pro, I do believe. Um, But you're looking at it, if if Dollars doesn't go pro, which I would kind of expect, unless he has a a breakout season, but who knows? Uh, You're looking at Byron Cardwell, Sean Dollars, Noah Whittington, Marquise Irving, Jordan James, and then Dante Doddell. Um, that's a pretty loaded running back room and to go, um, kind of just based off what Eric was mentioning, how they don't really have a similar running or running back to Dowdell on the roster. They really don't, but they are all relatively similar. They're all bigger guys. There's no real, um, kind of like how a seven McGee was as a running back. There's no one really like him on the roster. They're all somewhere between that five, 10 to six, one frame. 190 to 215 pounds. Um, I think Byron Cardwell could become somebody of this stature eventually because he's only a sophomore. Yeah. But uh, for Dowdell, if he does end up enrolling in Oregon, um, that's going to be a very talented running back room. There's going to be I would honestly I would say it's probably six all six guys could come in and play. And I don't think it would be much of a problem. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's funny. We talked about um, on the last podcast the transfers. They added two guys in transfer portal to the running back room. Um, They've now added Dowdell, who who will show up in 2023. Um, I I don't know if they necessarily need to go out and land – a second running back in this class, and honestly, I don't think they should, um, unless that guy is a five-star running back. They're they're involved in a couple. Um, there's a couple guys out there. Uh, Richard Young was recently on campus. You know, Ruben Owens has been linked uh, as considering Oregon at one point, um, but I don't know if they necessarily need to go out now and find a second back unless it's just that. Hey, we can't turn this talent away. Like you, and I don't know if that situation is going to present itself. Um, even if Sean dollars does go pro or even, I I can't correct me if I'm wrong here, but unless they see a mass exodus, whether it's transfer guy going pro or some kind of injury happens that forces retirement where they lose two or three guys, which is maybe possible. Um, from the current roster, I, I think this is it for them at running back. And it's May 13th when, when they're coming out and taking this verbal commitment should tell you, I think the perspective Oregon has on Dante Dowdell's fit with, with Oregon.
0: Yeah. I think I'm with you on that, Matt, in terms of a second one, maybe doesn't make sense unless it's just too good of a player. I, like Richard Young, if and, that, and that's a hard ask, you're talking yeah. about a five-star kid out of sec country who's, Got the full court press from all the big schools down there, and and I think Alabama's got the crystal ball edge right now. And you think about Alabama's track record with running backs and players of that stature—that's a—that's mm-hmm. a lot to expect to try to pull someone from there. I mean, Alabama's hard to go one-on-one against in any recruiting battle, but for a running back of that stature, yeah, good luck. I mean, that's not to say there's no yeah, chance. Right. I just think that's a big stretch right now. Let's be um, real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just trying to be real with it and managing expectations. I I, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it, seven running backs on the roster, if assuming everybody else comes back, Dowdell stays committed, and if they were to add another, that's seven. That's that's a that's a lot to commit to a running back position group where one, maybe two is on the field frequently, and you're probably playing three or four, maybe five if it, if it because of injury. So I, I, I'm in agreement that unless there are some sort of, unless there's some sort of turnover for whatever reason, like you said, you, you gave the options of, of why that might take place. I think you probably set with Dowdell and, and you feel pretty good about it because like as I said earlier, I think this is a a guy who right now can be a pretty like impactful player. I'm not gonna say he'd come in and start, but I think he has that kind of physical prowess to do that. And then I think a couple of years down the line with even more time with Oregon strength and conditioning and speed staff, like you could see a kid be two hundred and twenty five pounds by his sophomore season and maintain Again, not elite track speed, but some pretty good speed. And, and that could mm-hmm. be a real problem, especially in a conference which doesn't have a lot of running backs. Like we talked about how Oregon doesn't have a lot of guys like this. I'm kind of struggling to think of too many running backs from this conference over the last four or five years that fit this kind of body type and skill set either.
2: I think they would take a running back only if it was a completely different ta- style of play from that running back. Like I was saying, the Seven McGee type of player. Yeah. But then again, you have that on the roster at Seven McGee. So if you were to bring in a guy as a running back and use a scholarship just so he could play certain downs i don't know if that would be the best use of use scholarships considering you have one on the team right now um yeah unless it's gonna be a five-star prospect i don't think there's any need to to re-up on the running back room i think six is would be plenty um and like eric said especially considering you're only going to be playing there's only one to two on the field at a time you're probably going to be playing four uh, Jordan James is actually a higher rated, uh, basically a much higher rated recruit than Dante mm-hmm. Dowdell. And he's got a very similar frame. Um, Bucky Irving, Marquise Irving, the transfer from Minnesota is really good as well. Noah Whittington showed a lot of promise in the spring game and during spring camp. Um, it's a talented position. And that's not even, you know, I'm not even including mentioning Byron Carbo and Sean Dollars because, yeah. you know, we've, we've seen what they can do in the past. Um, but yeah, this is, it's a, Great addition, though. Um, when I was saying that the, he reminds me of those Alabama running backs, it's just that upright when he's in the open field. It's kind of like when you know, it's a CBS game and, and Brent Musburger is calling it, and it's like Bo Scarborough or Derek Henry, someone like that, running upright, big body guy going downhill. Um, and that's what a lot of Dante Daldell's uh, footage and his huddle, that's what a lot of it reminded me of just on first glance. Um, I do like the the Darren McFadden comparison, though, Eric. I like that.
1: Should know, um, Oregon was a finalist or is a finalist for four-star running back. um, Jaden Lamar out of the state of Washington. I think this verbal commitment makes it pretty clear, um, if it wasn't already, it should have been for Duck fans, that Lamar probably won't be picking Oregon. Um, Interesting, Impact of this is Roderick Robinson II. Um, we had Greg Wiggins on the podcast earlier, and he mentioned that Oregon's in a really good spot with that running back from Lincoln High School in San Diego. Um, high school teammates of Jalil Tucker and Jalil Florence, current freshman at Oregon. Uh, Oregon also is bringing in a linebacker for an official visit david Peavy from lincoln high school in the 2023 class so they're you know they they were all in on that high school um robinson had been on campus a couple times but interesting to see maybe the fallout that that happens here because i don't know if necessarily oregon was automatically you know viewed as the team to to beat but they were probably in the driver's seat with robinson and how does this impact things if do they do they want two guys i mean Jared and Eric both brought up this idea that, and they're right, that Oregon doesn't have a, a running back like Dowdell on its roster and is one enough. So, do they maybe, I mean, maybe to flip the, the question here, do they want multiple guys with the same body type uh, on, on roster? Because if they do, Roderick Robinson could maybe be that second guy. He's six, he's even bigger. He's 6'1", 230.
0: Yeah. I mean, and maybe that is a body type they're attracted to. I'm I'm guessing if I don't know, I mean, this is sort of my conjecture here. I, I, I think you probably are taking one running back this cycle based upon what they did in the portal. And I think Dowdell is probably the guy they like the most. Yep, um, I agree. I, I'd be very intrigued if they took a second running back, what kind of a player that would be. And and we should also not like, I know the guys that take in the portal are, are a little different stylistically from Dowdell. Um, Maybe this becomes a trend in terms of what kind of running back they're looking for, though. A player of his size and physicality who runs like that. And maybe this can be kind of become the uh, the blueprint for the kind of player they're looking for yep. at running back going forward. We really don't know because this is the first time Carlos Lachlan has had a full recruiting cycle to go after running backs and Oregon last year had Jordan James as a commitment and, and so that this is the second one from a prep perspective they've landed. And so maybe maybe this is the type of player they're they're gonna kind of target every class, I don't know. But I I certainly think Dowdell is is really intriguing.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe they target this type of running back. It's just like, Eric, like you're saying, it's hard to know because they clearly have some type that they like to go after in the running back room where it's big, physical, but also really fast. And I'm not saying Dowdell isn't really fast. It's just I don't think he has the top end speed of a Sean Dollars or Byron Cardwell or Whittington or maybe even Marquis Irving. but it is uh, uh, something to look at. It is something where I think they would want to bring him in, maybe on like a third down. I don't know if he's going to be a three-down guy eventually. Um, he certainly has the frame and the athleticism to become that. But we're again, we're not sure exactly what Oregon is planning on with their running back room. Um, and for for Roderick Robinson, I think Dowdell's I know the, the the strength of the of the relationship there with Roderick is is good, but. I think Dowdell would is going to be the better overall prospect. Um, I think that's like kind of clearly indicated in his, uh, his overall composite rating already. But, um, I just, I like the tape of Dowdell more. Um, I think Roderick's a good running back as well. And maybe they do go after him to get multiple guys of his size and his, uh, status on the roster. But, um, I think I think we'll see a change eventually. I think we'll figure really, really figure out what Oregon is going to do with Carlos Lachlan and Kenny Dillingham's offense. But for now, I think this is maybe a little bit of a precursor.
1: Yeah, do it for us here on the Odds Podcast Emergency Edition again. If you missed, Dante Dowdell has committed to the Ducks, four-star running back. Their fourth verbal commitment in this recruiting class their third four-star prospect and uh, oregon continues to move up the recruiting rankings and just sits barely outside the top 25 uh will, as they continue to march up the, the rankings we will continue to follow and monitor and cover oregon duck football recruiting for more information on this commitment make sure to head out to duckterritory.com until the next podcast you've been listening to the odds and audibles podcast talk
0: to you later folks
2: peace this is tony kornheiser show i'm tony we expected someone else